Welcome to Better Animal Handling, episode 138. From the center of Missouri, USA, I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my catalog and bacon-loving co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals from Chihuahuas to Clydesdales act as they do, and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode's on African swine fever and the cost of your bacon. Our topics for this week are African swine fever signs of disease, the current global spread of African swine fever, and the control of African swine fever. Pork is the most consumed meat in the world. Its production in the U.S. involves 60,000 producers and generates $23.4 billion in gross revenues. Two-thirds of U.S. production is controlled by four companies. Smithfield Foods is the largest and owned by a Chinese company, WH Group. The others are Seaboard Farms, Pipestone Systems, and Iowa Select Farms. Nearly one-third of all U.S. pork products are exported to other countries, primarily Asia. African swine fever virus causes high mortality rates in domestic pigs. Some isolates can cause death of animals as quickly as one week after infection. It persistently infects its natural hosts, the warthog and bush pigs, but it causes no signs of disease in these species. Soft ticks likely act as a vector. It does not cause disease in humans. African swine fever virus is endemic to Africa and exists in the wild through a cycle of infection between ticks, wild pigs, bush pigs, and warthogs. Transmission can be by ticks, live or dead pigs, pork products, contaminated feed, and handlers. The virus can survive days on vehicles and equipment. For weeks in raw meat, and months in frozen pork products. There is no treatment or vaccine for African swine fever. Although Vietnam reported it successfully may have produced the first vaccine against African swine fever on June 1st, 2022. Until this is verified and the vaccine is readily available, infected and Exposed pigs must continue to be euthanized. Signs occur after an incubation period following exposure of 5 to 21 days. In the acute form of the disease, pigs may develop a high fever, but show no other noticeable symptoms for the first few days. They then gradually lose their appetites and become depressed. 
In white-skinned pigs, the extremities may turn bluish-purple, and hemorrhages become apparent on the ears and the abdomen. Groups of infected pigs lie huddled together, shivering, breathing abnormally, and sometimes coughing. If forced to stand, they appear unsteady on their legs. Within a few days of infection, they enter a comatose state and then die. In pregnant sows, spontaneous abortions occur. In milder infections, affected pigs lose weight, become thin, and develop signs of pneumonia, skin ulcers, and swollen joints. In the 1990s, the disease had been mostly contained to Africa, but in 2018, the virus spread to China, affecting more than 10% of the total pig population in several countries, leading to severe economic losses. One half of pigs in China died or were depopulated for control. 100 million pigs have died from African swine fever in Asia. By mid-2019, the virus had spread to many other Asian countries and to Europe. In 2021, it was detected in the Dominican Republic and Haiti. It's never been in the United States, but if it gains access to this country, the losses are estimated to be $8 billion per year. Specially trained beagles are being used in the U.S. at international airports and seaports for the detection of foreign pork products. Why is African swine fever spreading? Well, international travel and commerce are part of the cause. Another reason is the consolidation of pork production. Concentrated animal feeding operations, called CAFOs, have increased at least five-fold in the United States since the late 1970s. For example, within a period of 30 years, 90% of Missouri hog operators are put out of business by CAFOs. The mean herd size in the 1980s was 200 hogs. Today, average herds are at least 3,000 hogs. Hog CAFOs can house 10,000 hogs each. And there are at least 20,300 hog CAFOs known in the United States. CAFOs put a higher percentage of hogs in the U.S. at risk from outbreak at each facility. The chance of isolation and depopulation to gain control of an outbreak is less in a CAFO than hogs on pasture or in forests. Our recommendation for humane and ecological reasons is to have a more reliable source of U.S. pork. You may be able to find a local hog producer who raises hogs on pasture or in forested land and obtain your pork products locally. Or there are online sustainable agricultural groups that can guide you to a better source of pork products from hogs raised on pasture or in forested areas. If you have comments or you're interested in a particular subject, contact us at cbc at betteranimalhandling.com.
Now let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. African swine fever is caused by a virus that is resistant to destruction in the environment. The mortality rate of African swine fever is high and depopulation is currently the only means of control. Consolidated hog operations dominate the industry and put a higher percentage of hogs at risk for an outbreak at each facility compared to the traditional method of raising hogs on pasture or in forested land. An outbreak of African swine fever in the U.S. could cost billions of dollars each year and make your bacon very expensive. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling is available in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press and available on Amazon and from many other fine book supply sources. Additional information is available at betteranimalhandling.com. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week when I'll talk about the proper use of muzzles for dogs. Hey, Abby, which muzzle do you like? No, the one that you want to put on me does not count. <laughs>